gentlemen, you wanted the best, you got the best. In strong language and adult content, the hottest podcast in the world, Slowly We Rock. Ho, ho, Oh, okay. We're committing to it. This is now, a, right. Christmas, this is now a Christmas episode. Yeah. Are we, is this going to be a Christmas episode? Brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. How many times have we discussed our schedule on the actual episode? <laughs> this is like the third time. Yeah. It's our thing. Yeah. I know. We even wrote down a schedule that we've not adhered to at all. No. We, let's, hang on. Let's put it down to a, a listener's poll. Click yeah. why. <laughs> and it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um... It won't be when listening to this, but it will be eventually. It'll be before. Yeah. It will be, be before. before. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. you can save it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Don't but, listen to this. Can we, we start again? But we prefer if you didn't, because those, those first day numbers really are important. <laughs> I really feel like we should start again. What is this? Nah. Yeah. Hey, I'm James. Hey, Stan. <laughs> I'm, I'm Lewis. Welcome to the Slow We Rock podcast. How are we all doing this morning? Uh, Good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Awesome. Quite yeah. nice sort of walk in this morning quite mm-hmm. early we're recording now so it's a bit of a wake up because it's nice and fresh as well right so yeah. it gets yeah. Yeah, good for the lungs and I've got yeah. a wonderful uh, update following on from our great chat on the last episode awesome parking situation outside the house oh um, here we go I drove slightly further Wait, do down the road to, do we need to like put some space in so we can get the parking situation theme music in for this segment yeah okay hang on <laughs> we can, I'm sure we can wing something on this <laughs> <laughs> no we'll put it in, in post it'll be like an Alan Partridge one where it's just He's doing a traffic report and he pushes a button and it's just like lots of car horns and, and him swearing, but it goes on way too long. But yeah, so I'm parked. Literally, I can see my car from your house now. Nice. <laughs> How long is that YouTube video? This is a one minute long video of car horns. This is the intro. Shh, please be quiet while we play the entire intro. <laughs> YouTube is both a gift and a curse. <laughs> this, has a, this has a million views. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a... Too stressful. I'm going to move on to the bird sounds playlist. <laughs> Common pheasant male. <laughs> Cock. Yeah. Cool. So, um, how's the parking situation? Now we're into the parking we're situation. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah, you can yeah. talk about it. I've parked. It's good. Nice. There we go. Next segment. Amazing. Do you know what I think? We're full of segments now. Yeah, also I feel like, like maybe orange. when we do this on Saturday rather than Sunday, so if you're kind of coming down for like what could be like a early match day, that could be a real pain in the ass. Yes. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing I can explain. Yeah. We've um, had quite a heavy, heavy couple of weeks for gigs. Yeah, man. I still, yeah. I still, I've still got more coming up, but I feel like I'm kind of recovering. Yeah. Like between uh, gigs each week and then also... The Christmas party and everything. Yep. I feel like my life is one big hangover. I'm actually looking forward to January already, which I'm not a Scrooge at all. No, I'm with you. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just over at Christmas Eve this year and I'm just tired, so I just want some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I just want sleep, please. Um, yeah. Uh, what? God, so many gigs. Right. What did we start off with? with uh, it was, in fact, we were talking about on the last episode, it was Tesseract. Yep. And Between the Buried and Me. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was a good time. That was great. Yeah, mm. that, that was, was really, really good. good. Yeah, um, Dan, that was your first time seeing between the Baron and me as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, really, yeah. Because again, I've droned on before. I've only just got into him this God, year. So late to the party, <laughs> embarrassing. I just <laughs> wait to wear cool before I can. Uh, but I've always liked <laughs> yeah. him forever. So. <laughs> it's my first time seeing them as well. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was good, wasn't it? First um, gig at SWX as well. Really, I've not been to one. Before, okay, though, so. cool. What do you think of it as a venue? Really good. Pro- thought, yeah, actually, yeah. surprisingly, for what it was. Yep. Because I always think of it as just being this really shitty nightclub where I have bad times, it which is, is fair uh, because yeah. it is. It is. It is. Yeah. And we have all had very bad times there. It's nice to go there and enjoy myself. So that was good. No, it's good. I thought the sound was really good there for the most part. Yeah, I quite because it's like a nightclub. Mm. It feels like wherever you are, you can hear because you're meant to be able to hear the music anywhere. Yeah, like so. If you say, for example, at the O2 Academy, you have speakers. You just got the giant big stacks. Yes. on either side. So there are certain places in the venue which maybe the sound isn't as good one side to the I other. I hadn't thought about that at all. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in SWX, like everything is hooked yeah, up to the main sense. sound system. So wherever you are, you're going to hear the full brunt of everything. 
and yeah I thought that really helped I, my my only thing is that because I haven't seen them in a while and like their songs are not simple and they're not like necessarily immediate even if they are quite aggressive that mm-hmm. by the time it felt like they just got going and everyone was getting into them and working out what was oh, going on I can't believe they it. had to go I know yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could have done with an extra half an hour yeah yeah it, I, to me it should have been like a double headline at yep. all um, yeah. it's I mean it, it or, also a single headliner tour <laughs> yeah. where yeah. it's between the buried and me headliner. Yes. <laughs> kind of like how it is in the States. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is though, like people went absolutely nuts for Test Rats. Yeah. Like people having the best time watching right. them. Uh, and like they are, you know, it seems like it's a band that people are insanely passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I, st- I, when I watched it live, because I was, wasn't really naysaying, I was them off or anything. Um, but like, I just, I just don't get it. And I mean, we might have also been naysayers. We may have been naysayers. I think about it, yeah. <laughs> that can listen again, yeah. Fuck that man. The fact I even, no, do you know what? I was even slagging them off like on Instagram stories before they came on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then they came on and they were a lot better than I expected um, because they just sounded huge on, uh, huge live on stage. Yeah. Um, and that probably gave it more energy than there is on the records. Yeah. Like the records still just feel like a little bit plodding to mm-hmm. me. Whereas um, live, like the choruses and stuff like that, which turns out we do have some, cool. actually stood out a lot more. Um, but I was chatting with um, Ash Cook, uh, who is guitarist in a Bristol based band, Vice of Blaze. Uh, who is a huge Test Rat fan. We'll take that check now. Yeah, Ash. thank you very much. You're welcome, <laughs> you're welcome if you listen. Um, and I asked him, like, well, what is it you like about Test Rat so much that I'm not getting? And he said a lot of it was like, I don't know if this is a cop-out answer, but he said a lot of it was due to the subtleties. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, like, okay. I was like, yeah, right, too subtle for me. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then we, we started talking about how much uh, we like Periphery. And then we started geeking out about Periphery. Which mm. is exactly what we did on the last yeah, podcast. Yeah, on the last episode. <laughs> yeah. That's the natural conversation. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, all, like all roads lead to Rome. So <laughs> yeah. let's talk about the, the event that we were there for. Between the Buried and Between me. Between the Buried and Me, though. Good yeah. God. Some of those songs, I could, I could see something like that maybe not translating to be that fun for people who aren't into them live. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start. But it was, it was perfect. Comprehending it was that stuff. Yeah, the guitar so sounded so lush. Oh my thing. god. I think the vocals are a little low. But so the, they're never a main feature. So the vocals, um, I clocked what the problem was with it. Because mm. when he screamed, it sounded weak as hell. It yeah. sounded horrible. Yeah. Um, and I think what it was, because he's quite a nasally singer, they'd boosted all the lower frequencies on mm. the sound desk to try and like make it less kind of piercing uh, and a bit more full. Yeah. But then didn't kind of change settings whilst he was screaming. Oh, so... So because all the low frequencies are pushed, when he started screaming, it was peaking. And then at that right. point, he's distorting the signal and it's okay. clipping. And that's why it sounded like crackly and... That's interesting. Not yeah. good. Because he, go. he has like a, a real rasp to his voice anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the sound slight accentuated it in a slightly negative way. Yes. But his, his clean vocals, his actual singing sounded great. His, I yeah. think his screams would have been fine if it was mixed properly for yeah. how he screams. Yeah. And if, you know, yeah, if he, he had like he, two mics or something. Yeah, I don't he, know. Do, I don't he doesn't, he do doesn't scream <laughs> I, uh, like a typical screamer in a metal band. No. No. It's, yeah, it's very different. I, uh, I, I was there mainly for the guitar stuff, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and that's, I mean, the vocals are fine in that band, but that's not what I think about when I think of them. The drums? And the drums, and yeah, that's what I mean. Oh my music. God. Yeah. Machine. I said to um, Whitlock, my drummer, um, next time they come, you just have to come and watch this drummer. Mm. I, yeah. I could have sat and watched a solo set from that guy for like an hour. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. I remember when um, we got a mate uh, of ours uh, from old job, uh, George, into Between the Bread and Me, I think he went home and listened to uh, The Great Mr. X. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he was like, he's my, my like top five drummers of all time. Yeah, yeah. My absolute hero. It's incredible. He's a drummer himself. And he was, yeah, absolutely yeah. blown away. Uh, everyone in that band blows me away. Though. They're, they're such an insanely talented bunch of musicians. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can tell, can't you? Yeah, perfect they really storm. are. I think we joked about it on like another episode, but because they're all from Virginia and they make this very proggy kind of technical music, goes all these directions. Then you watch like the making of and like, Hey, Dustin, <laughs> how's that guitar sounding? You know, it's like they, they're like real Southern boys. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just wish they could have played longer. I really do. They feel yeah. they feel like when they were speaking, I was expecting like Scandinavian accents. Yeah. Or yeah. something. Yeah. Which I think is a testament to how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they, they come, where they come from, again, it's like, their whole sort of like 
they've come up. They've, they're just a bit of an oddity, I think, because like, they probably got lumped in with a lot of like the metalcore scene yeah. on their very early stuff. But uh, I think, yeah, by the time you get to like um, Colours especially, just they broke out and mm-hmm. just left everyone else in the dust and like had no intention of ever kind of going back to, to that yep. sort of scene. Uh, it's interesting because there are a lot of people who were into them on the very early stuff who probably were more hardcore um, leaning and just felt completely alienated by where they've gone. But at the yeah. same time, though, they probably brought on a gazillion and one like prog fans as well. Yeah. Like I always think back to this now, but I'm into them. And it's something I can do because time travel doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, but in my second year of uni, so I don't know when that would have been, a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> it would have been uh, back in 2000. <laughs> yeah. uh, second year of uni, so uh, last year. Um, my uh, friend Steve and his brother, um, Mike, came up to, well, his brother came to visit him in Bristol and they went to see Between the Bone and Me in the Academy 2. Oh, wow. Which is the smallest little venue. Yeah. And I also, just keep thinking sound, about how the sound awesome. in there is always great. Yeah, and I just keep thinking about now, like how, like how ahead of the game they were yeah. with that. Like, <laughs> yeah. They only had like one album at the time, I think. That, that was like yeah. when um, they were playing with Dillinger Escape Plan as well, mm. all in one. Yeah, mm. they were supporting Dillinger because I saw mm. them play. Tasty. Yeah, <laughs> I, saw, I saw them play the Academy uh, Two uh, on their own like headline tour. Cool. Which was fantastic. It was absolutely rammed. Like I remember, I had to stand on like. Even I, me, me, I, a tall man, I'd stand on like a little um, bit of like decking or whatever. Apple see. crate. Yeah, just to be able to see anything. Uh, so I was, kind of, I was kind of stood up, but also I was too tall when I was stood on the, like the bench. So I was also kind of like holding myself up against the ceiling, kind of crushed in. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, why are you doing this to yourself? I was like, yeah, it was, it was loads of room down music. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, got a really weird um, observation from that gig. Oh, what's that? It was one of the best looking crowds I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> guys and girls, it was just full of beautiful people. Yeah. It's because... Um, <laughs> like, that's it was, a really good point, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I hadn't actually noticed. I mean, obviously, it was so we weird. raised the, the bar for exactly. every gig we go absolutely, to. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Quite a few of our friends are there. So we held the door help. open for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. precisely. But, uh, <laughs> no, I had not thought of that or noticed that. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. Do you reckon that's a... <laughs> good job, the, Bristol. Do you reckon that's a between the Verity Me thing or it's a test rat thing? Think, thinking man's bands, you know, they just get all the beautiful people out. You know? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, a lot of strong beards. Yes. Oh, there absolutely. Was, yeah. There was, there was as many beanies, beards, and flannel shirts as I was expecting. Yes. From a prog show. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a great name for a live album. I think between <laughs> beanies, beards, and flannel shirts. I think between the three of us, we were wearing that outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely had a flannel shirt and a beanie on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that was a good one. Yeah. Um, what else have you uh, seen? So I think next one for me was 36. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Believe. yeah it was the day before, before the other one. Before, yeah. yeah. We won't tell you what the other one is. We'll keep it secret. Yeah. <laughs> we've honestly, it's, we've been drinking for like a month straight now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went to, uh, on Tuesday, I went to see 36 Crazy Fists, supporting mm. Barry Tomorrow. And it was, it was great. Yeah. It was great. So we're... Um, Where was it out? Sorry. Also SWX. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I've decided my favourite thing about that venue is that the bar's in the middle. Yes. It's so good. It's yeah. at the back. It's in the middle. It's so easy to get to. Yeah. Perfect. It's, it smashed it. It's great. It's almost like it was made to have a lot of people. In yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's great. Um, I think I mentioned it on the Lost podcast. Yeah. Um, but we we became really good friends with them. Um, back when we played with them before, and they've just kind of kept the relationship going, which is nuts for us because yeah. we grew up listening to them, one of our favourite bands. <laughs> and then they're just the soundest dudes That's on the planet. Awesome, it's yeah. such a nice feeling of like a band you like. Are, 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 you always want to hope the bands you like are really cool people. Yes. And yes. to have it confirmed must yes. be the best feeling. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's that thing as well, when they see you, they're like, hey, Lewis, how the hell are you doing, man? It's like a legit nice yeah, thing. So, happy um, to see you. Yeah. yeah. So we, we watched a, a little bit of... Um, uh, Barry Tomorrow you sounded fantastic yeah uh, again I don't think that's interesting there's a lot of bands doing a similar thing I yeah I've um, I've seen them once before some supporting Architects uh, and they were they were pretty good but then Architects came on and then I kind of sort of yeah. forgot that I'd yeah. watched Barry Tomorrow um, also I've got a photo of a couple of friends of mine with the guitarist and singer from years back because they played The Croft before it yep. uh, got all re- redone up. Oh, and I, went, I wasn't going to go to the gig. I just went to meet them afterwards. So I just kind of wandered in. And they're like, oh, can you get a photo with uh, some like, guitarist? And I took a photo of them. And he was like, oh, did you come watch the, uh, did you come watch the band? And I was like, no, I, I haven't heard of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very 
very honest of you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, okay, that was it, yeah. And then like he's like, oh, bye. And then he went to take some photos of other people. But uh, I was like going through like small photos and like there was just one. Of, I was like, hey, isn't that? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, but I no, might it... load it onto the Instagram or something. Yeah, mm, but it's well, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we met at, um, Carl, the drummer, gave us a shout and he was like, cool. Well, let's go hang out like, backstage and just chill. So mm. I missed most of uh, Barry tomorrow because we were just having drinks and no, hanging out, and it was yeah, lovely. Mm. And then we had to figure out where to go and yeah. it turns out weirdly on a Tuesday everywhere seems to close at midnight <laughs> so we took them bowling at the lanes good choice yeah, and it show. was great and good goal can those yanks bowl I saw the, yeah I saw a video like, the... did I just say good goal good god yeah, you, yeah I thought you said yeah <laughs> good, good, good goal a well, goal is when <laughs> they get all 10 pins down isn't it <laughs> yeah, so about single ball, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's great and um, so this is <laughs> watching James play bowling play bowling bowl Bowl, I yeah. Guess. I guess yeah. you all play playing bowl. Yeah. Being a bowlist. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a bowler. A bowman. Uh, yeah. A bowman. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said that. Well, Thirty Six always been his favorite band growing up. Yeah. Um, and he said to me, <laughs> he turns out James, I love you, dude. He is not very good at bowling. Oh no, <laughs> at all. Um. <laughs> he's just having a real bad run and just turns to me and goes oh yeah it'd be really fun going bowling with your favourite band <laughs> <laughs> seeing them <laughs> having them watch you gutter every single one. I think this might be a James thing because something very similar happened to me last time I went bowling as well <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it was terrible I was yeah we were, well at least on that night we were up in uh, Manchester for um, friends stag and at this point, we had been like drinking hard for two days and had very little sleep. Yeah. And <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I started bowling, and like I think I got like on my actual like first like ball. So I, well, I got a strike, and I was like, oh, I still got it. And then I got probably about like ten gutter balls in a row after that. And I was starting to have like I think it was a combination of like alcohol and sleep. I started to have like just a real like little panic attack. Right. And I was like, this is shit, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do anything more, I want to get out of here. Rest I'm leaving, and I was like, right, I'm, I'm, this is fucking shit, someone just bowl for me. Uh, I just wanted to like kind of storm out, but I was also wearing the bowling shoes, so I have to go and take those <laughs> off, and then <laughs> get my, to and get my own shoes back. So like, I kind of marched towards the counter, it, like trying to mentor, because like, sometimes when you're just pissed off, you want to revel in how annoyed you are and how yep. angry you are, because mm. it's, it's cathartic. Um, so I marched to the counter to get my shoes back and just as I get there like five dudes only suddenly appear and they're all going to go bowling and they're all paying separately so I had to stand at the back of a queue <laughs> five guys paying for the bowling getting their shoes exchanging the, and stuff like that one by one while also trying to maintain this like rage rage yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got my shoes back and <laughs> that's how I went it's like oh, I feel like a fucking twat <laughs> and you were just trying to split Hey. Yeah. Oh, good one. Thanks, yeah. uh, so I'm a, I'm a bowlist now. Is so. James uh, worried that they're not going to return his calls next time? <laughs> yeah. We might skip Bristol on the next call. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, bowling, I'm sure not all Americans are good at bowling, but bowling was like televised over there for the longest time. Yeah. As a, you know, TV and I guess, sport. So. Like um, a lot of them from Alaska, I guess it's a pretty big open country it's kind of pretty quiet so i guess that you're going to be you can throw a bowling ball anywhere you want <laughs> you, probably, you probably won't hit anything go yeah. This. Yeah. yeah i don't know it's not like here where you might hit someone's house you or break you their... played bowling before <laughs> I guess you go bowling in Alaska quite a lot. He's thinking of bowls. Oh, um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it was great. And it was really, really sweet because I was watching um, Bear, their bassist, just kind of like, almost like a, it was like a father-son moment. He was like just teaching James how to line it up <laughs> oh. and do all this. And it was just the sweet, I've got a photo of it. I'll put it up. It was just the sweetest thing. But they are, I, Absolutely, hands down, they are I'm the kind of thinking nicest guys in the world. Kind of the dream sequence with yeah, yeah. Moore, like bowling together. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. That's it's so great. nice as well. You've got this like friendship with them as yes. well from supporting them. And yeah, they are. Yeah, I've seen them live before. They're excellent. Yes. Like, yes. Always a lot of fun. Um, Just, yeah. As a lapsed fan who has like so much love yep. for Snowcap Romance. Mm -hmm. Uh, like that, that might be a perfect album from start to finish. Actually, it's not a song it's, on that I don't it's, love. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what would you say I should jump into on the more recent stuff? Their last album's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The the um, the one I'm so bad with album names. The the one before last that they did, um, was essentially Brock uh, had lost his mum. Oh. And it was a super super personal album. Sure. Um, 
and it was absolutely beautiful. It's fantastic. It's called Time and Trauma. Okay. Um, I th- and that would be that's Kyle's first album drumming for them. Who okay. plays Thomas Noonan? Yeah. Um, it's it's superb. Cool man. It's superb. And then for the next one, Lanterns, uh, which was out last year, it's much more kind of right. We're back. Let's okay. Let's just do this. Yeah. And it's a, a bunch more kind of um, it's just rocking tracks. That's cool man. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'd I'd give time. I'd go into Time and Trauma. Okay. Cool. For so, like for new stuff. Yeah. Because um, like I say, it's it's such a personal record. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, I think that's the, that's the thing where, about them. I always loved is like they 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 were like a metal or metalcore or hardcore band mm-hmm. that weren't afraid to actually like they wear their heart on the sleeve. Like yes. be emotional without being emo. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It, it always felt sincere. Like Snowcat Romance is just about their being homesick and their passion for like Alaska. So at least that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, uh, and like I I always liked that heart on sleeve mentality. But, um, yeah, uh, Brock is an incredible vocalist as well. And I think his vocals um, on this tour were probably the best that I've ever heard him. That's cool. He was insane. Carl said, um, he was like, he's like, yeah, man, it's because you caught us like <laughs> midway through a tour. Yeah. He said on the first <laughs> night when they kind of, do, you know, everyone puts their hands in and go, three, two, one. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Brock's just missed every cue and timing. He's like, oh God, I was just going to go. <laughs> I'm glad you guys uh, had a good time hanging out. Sounds like it was a uh, snow-capped bromance. Yay! Yay! Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good Christmas. <laughs> I've been singing on that one for like five minutes now. That was perfect. That was absolutely superb. And it was, yeah, uh, I, think I got in it about half two, three that night. Mm-hmm. Then work. And then we <laughs> went to another yeah, game. It's what I described as like a classic Blake move, which is the <laughs> night before we do something, he gets really hammered. <laughs> yep. And so he has to do the thing we were planning to do the next day. Really Running over. Yeah. Like, in all fairness, um, yeah, you had planned Crazy Fist for a while. Yes. And like August Burns Red, just kind of, spoiler Happened. alert. Yeah, it just kind of snuck up on you. Cheeky bonus. But um, yep. it definitely did feel like a classic Blake move. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we went to see uh, August Burns Red. Yay! Um, we play uh, The Fleece, uh, supported by Wage War and Betraying the Martyrs. Um, we got there a bit late and missed Betraying the Martyrs, uh, so mm, yeah. sorry. Uh, but I think I did see them rolling like a big, big joint in the toilet. Because oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, we to I walked in and I went, Woo! <laughs> Whoa! And, it was like, and they were just like, three of them were just stood there, like, rolling up, yeah, ready to go outside. But um, yeah, it was a good show. Like, I, do you know, I, um, I wasn't the big Wage War fan, to be honest, and they, they actually impressed me. They, um, they sounded great. They I thought were they were good. excellent. Yeah. I wasn't familiar with them before. Yeah. Um, I would, but there felt like something familiar about one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis has got a good, great theory about their guitarist. So um, their one guitarist, we couldn't help... No, when he started singing, um, I don't think any of us were expecting this voice to come out. Yeah. And it was kind of like... He's a, a really very, good singer as well. He was great. Yeah, yeah. He was great. But it was like a very sweet, like young boy type choir voice almost. Yeah. I turned to now. At least from where we were standing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it turned to now. It's like, he sounds like Alan Jones, <laughs> who did The Snowman. And then we were looking at him. And the more we were looking at him, the more he looked like Alan Jones. Yeah. And I think we're now convinced that Alan Jones is in a metalcore I band. So. I mean, it's anything that makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I like, I'm just looking at a picture of Jared Fretton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, obviously I knew who Alan Jones was because I know the snowman, but I, know, snowman. But I, I didn't yeah. know his name was Alan Jones. When you said it as if it was like a name that should be on the tip of everyone's tongue. Well, I was like, Jim. Yeah. In the nineties it was. Eighties <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's like, who, who who's Alan Jones? He like he sung with Snowman. I was like, I don't even know what he looked like. I mean, he was a big deal. Even David Bowie tried to get in on some of that Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I don't know why, but there's one version of a Snowman. I think it's on Channel Four, but they've got live action sequence at the start, which Dave. none of us remember. Only now no, remembers. No, I I didn't remember it. Then no. until I saw it, I was like, why? Is, what the fuck is David Bowie? And he's Bowie him going doing for an this? attic, and he picks up a scarf and starts talking about. I think he's meant to be the boy from a Snowman. The scarf he's holding is completely different though. To in the animation. <laughs> you see, it was a magic snowman. It's amazing. It's so, it's ridiculous. I can't really do David Bowie, but it is ridiculous. I wasn't bad. Yeah, was, I, uh, I, uh, I love... How, it's amazing. Like how David Bowie seems really sincerely into weird or stuff like that. Yes. Like, weird oh, Christmas as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm going to go and do like the snowman or like, like the Goblin King. Like if he's looking, like David Bowie's looking at all the roles he could have yeah. had as an actor and he went, 
Yeah, then this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. play the Goblin King. I'd yeah. love to do a um, make my hair bigger, tease it more. <laughs> I'd love to do a TV special with uh, Bing Crosby. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no. <laughs> but I think it led to. Oh, just for, sorry, just for Christmas coming up, Horizon. Will Ferrell. I'll need to watch yep. the Will Ferrell, John C. Riley version of that. Yeah. It's yep. amazing. That's, that's like my Christmas tradition. Um, it led though to some very, very weird heckles, I guess, from us. <laughs> to the point that, like, well, yeah, during a lot of sections, we were just starting to work out how you could sing "Walking Through the Air" yeah. over what they were doing, <laughs> and a lot of it matched up pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it all adds to our theory. So, yeah. <laughs> but just to reiterate, they were really good. They were great. As well. They were, they were uh, cool. Excellent. Yeah, because I listened to them again, and I thought, oh, these. I sound like a metalcore band. Yeah. And uh, even uh, my teammate, um, Work Ash, who's like a big, uh, big fan of Wage War, he was like, I don't know. And he's like, they're just a metalcore band. They're like the most metalcore band in the world. But there's something about them I really like. And I think a lot of people were there for Wage War, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had a good reception. That way, yeah, yeah. Like, the room did feel like there was a little more breathing room after they. Yeah. yeah I think some, so. A lot of people may have just kind of come for them. Also, the gig was on stupidly late as well. Oh my god! I mean, we're, honestly, we're cool we're, young guys, but if you were like older and wanted some sleep, <laughs> yeah. you, you'd be in trouble. With how tired I was when you sent the set times, I almost cried. <laughs> yeah. I was actually annoyed about it. We went and got like pizza beforehand with uh, our friend Stace, uh, and while I was there, I was just like, oh, I might not even stay at yeah. the end of this set. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we had a pizza. We went and watched a film at the cinema. I think <laughs> went to an arcade for about four hours. <laughs> but no, I think like August Burns Red one at ten to ten, which disgusting. Yeah, which probably makes us sound ridiculous now. Complaining <laughs> about this. Yeah, but I was just like, oh, that's really because normally you'd expect that to be about nine o'clock for the headliner. Yes, nine thirty. Um, I would say yeah. on a Wednesday. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, so as soon as they started, I forgot about that. Yep. Um, yep. Just had the best time. It's probably my favourite gig this year, I think, possibly. That's the first time I saw them. Yeah. I've seen them. Um, yeah, I haven't seen them before ever. Oh my God. Incredible, right? And interestingly, so um, there's two, two points that I want to make. One, they highlighted what all of my favourite uh, metal, metalcore bands do. What Brock does, what uh, the singer from Seen the Bear and Me do, is that he can scream and sing. Yeah. Mm. And there's something, I'd say like maybe Lambesis is the only outlier to that. But for me, yeah, I've, I don't know. I just prefer it so much more when the vocalist can do everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and do I agree it all well. You. Yeah, it's a lot more cohesion, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I agree. It's, that's why, um, I mean, it's one of the things that I absolutely love about Opeth. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. It's not a metalcore band, but if you go and see them live and hear uh, Mikhail Akvelt's, like, growls, yeah. it's the most evil-sounding thing in the universe. I think, he has... pro- I think he has maybe the best death metal vocals, like, great. ever. Um, and then you hear his singing voice, and it's, and it's like an angel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Such a, yeah. And then he starts talking, he's so softly spoken, and then he's like, and now it's the demon of the fall, and then it sounds like the world's ending. But it's weird, because I'm, like, I'm kind of curious about how this happens. It's definitely a generational thing, again. Like, when yeah. the band's, like, between the buried... Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Buried Tomorrow started to come yeah. through every single one of those kind of bands had a screamer yeah. and then the guitarist or someone else would sing. Yes. No, Wage War. And I, yeah, 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 yeah. Wage did as well, yeah. And I want to know what happened, this generational gap where people were like, I only want to scream. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wonder how much of guess, it A lot is... of it, I guess, came with Deathcore. Yeah. When that blew I up, also, everyone was a I Deathcore I also wonder, singer. like, for example, I can imagine, like, may, how many, say, you, uh, metal, modern metalcore vocalists are actually trained singers and how many just maybe started screaming and just because they wanted to. Yeah. And maybe just watched like a few YouTube videos. Yeah. On, yeah, <laughs> on, yeah, on yeah. technique and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which is a possibility. I like, I'm not, I'm not actually judging, you know, there's no point in like judging these bands for it because it's like whatever works. Yeah, work, abso- it definitely absolutely. Works, yeah. Absolutely. Like I say, as they dying, great. Yeah. Like I've seen, I just, there's bands I've seen where like, yeah, every, I can't try to think like, like where every single person in the band, like Mastodon, for example, yep. is a band where everyone in that band sings at some point. Mm, yeah. Um, whatever makes for the best music. So but it is really interesting that like that that dynamic now. It's almost in the same way that you know, we're like how every new metal band had to have a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every metalcore band yeah. needs a uh, a vocalist that does the screams and a guitarist that does the singing. Although thinking about it, if you think back to like all the original metalcore bands, they were huge into like Priest. And Maiden mm. and all these big, yeah, huge bands with like singers, mm. with actual, yes. yeah, huge yeah. It singers. was like it was like a fusion of uh, yeah, American like metal and like groove metal yeah. and thrash and stuff like that. 
and then a lot of guys listening to a lot of like yeah obscure Scandinavian stuff so yeah. basically everyone's listening to At The Gaze yeah, yeah. <laughs> In Flames yeah I mean, oh cool let's, just, let's mix this up but again all of that stuff like In Flames are basically like their sound in the 90s was basically just like oh we're just gonna do Iron Maiden but with death metal vocals yeah, yeah. like it's just big guitar harmonies and as soon as I realised that that's when that band uh, In Flames clicked for me yeah yes. was when because I remember it's so it, they are, that early stuff is so like it's so Iron Maiden-y like yeah. it's definitely faster and more aggressive but the a pinball map is basically sped up yeah Iron Maiden, in, in the best possible way yeah but it, yeah the same with like yeah Embody the Invisible it's just like mm. the big guitar harmonies are just straight out of Maiden's playbook it's great and that's probably the first thing I think of when you speak about In Flames is the guitar harmonies mm. yeah oh yeah immediately old In Flames new In Flames yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a ticket I'm just sorry uh, yeah, I, 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 bought, I bought yeah it's I just reminded me I haven't got a ticket yeah so, I got, I got uh, one yeah. yeah I'll get one after this the, um, the second thing yes. that I wanted to address is that my the thing that put me off August Burns Red for the longest time was the drums and the lack of just a straightforward beat at, at times. Yeah. And I still do think a lot of it would be loads better if there were more sections where it was just stripped back and the drum was just holding a beat, yeah. right? Live, my favourite thing about the whole game <laughs> was, was the, the drums. drums. <laughs> like, yeah. I honestly, I must have like, you know that, you know that face you pull where... Got a photo of it. A photo of the face. Yeah. You. I mean, I was gonna try and. You like. You. It's like you're taking a big gasp with a huge grin on your face. Like you'd maybe just walked into your own surprise party or something. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a nice little moment of realization, especially because I feel like I'd been like. I'd been pushing them pretty hard uh, for years, and I was like, "You waterboarded me." Yeah, <laughs> but it was, it's one of those things where people keep. You know, it's, uh, says, "You should watch this. You're gonna love it. You're gonna be so into this." Sometimes it puts you off. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. you, you oh, how well do you really know me? And like, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you just, it doesn't do a good job of managing your expectations. Like, especially when someone's pushing a band so hard, you're like, "Okay, cool, whatever." Because everyone kind of wants to also be like a tastemaker, right? So in a no, way, some of us are. <laughs> You get that, guys. You kind of want to be. You want to be the person that's like, oh yeah, so and so got me into this band. So you'll maybe push a little harder than you need to, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and it feels like, or it feels like you're doing PR work for them at some point. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think I was probably like that with August Burns. Right, I was like, you will love this band. You should listen to this band. They're so good. Oh, then you say, oh, and also they're better than all these other bands you like as well. So you need to listen to it. It's like that's never going to work on people, is it? It's <laughs> to like, be fair, we were like that about Spinal Tap when we were walking to the gig. And our, <laughs> our friend Stace hadn't seen it and. We just suddenly were doing what Jim's just said. We were going, you have to see it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Then we quoted the entire film. Yeah. <laughs> we're really cool to hang out with. But, um, Raga. Yeah, I, I was I was really happy when it finally did click for you. But I've had that with certain bands as well. Yeah. Like, I'm listening. I'm like, yep. I, just, I don't get this. Like, I listen to Joy Division probably about once a year. And I go, this is the year I'm going to finally get Joy Division. <laughs> and I, I, nope, it's never happened. I feel like that with the uh, Smiths. Oh yeah, oh yeah, which is a big one for me. I really people. like the Smiths. Yeah. I don't. I don't dislike them. I just, uh, I don't know, it's yeah. just never. I, I will say that they were a better singles band than an album band. Ooh. There you go. I think the Queen's Dead is a good album, but I don't think all the others are really. They're a bit too inconsistent. Wow. But their singles are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Get a compilation no. of that. You'll have I, a good I time. think I'd be inclined to agree with that personally. Yeah. I think the um, sound quality was unbelievable. I thought at the. Uh, so to the point where you got a photo of the sound group guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like this is honestly, I've never paid so much attention to the guys at the back, but they were yeah. doing the best job that like had to turn around and be like, you guys are nailing yeah, this. I, yeah, <laughs> like, it was astonishing. Incredible. It felt like an arena show in the fleece. Yeah. But well, I hope they had that full light show by the looks of it as well. That was all yeah. Oh my. Yeah, they really <laughs> they really much. brought it. Yeah. And the um, pyro. My only my only critique of it was that I just wanted them to. There's like maybe three or four more songs I wanted them to play. Yeah, like, you, they you, they can't play everything every time, especially when you get new material. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I wish they'd played like Identity, and I wish they'd played Internal Canon. It's like so we've got songs on Internal Canon where it has like a flamenco breakdown in it. And yeah. It's wonderful, and uh, I was hoping they'd play that, but had to miss that out. But then they also didn't do any Christmas songs either. No, which was surprising. Yeah, for the time of year. Did think yeah. they were going, but. Yeah, yeah I didn't did. notice it. That's how good it was. I was no, just. And I think that all of the stuff that they did choose was absolutely venue appropriate and crowd yeah. appropriate. Yeah, like it was, it was monstrous. And yeah. the singer's hat stayed on the whole time, which was amazing because it sort of perched on its head. It looked like he was wearing uh, the top of like a baby's bottle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of yeah. beanie where it's sort of quite floppy. <laughs> or an unfolded condom. That's what, that was. All, yeah, that was. That was yeah, my next yeah. Thing. Isn't yeah. the top of a baby's bottle called a rubber nipple? Yeah. yeah, 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 cool. It's meant, yeah, it's meant yeah. to be like 
makes a sense. Real life, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, it, I was fascinated with his hat for so much of that gig. I thought he was going to take it off or something. It was going to come off and it stayed on. And it's not like he wasn't headbanging or yeah, I, giving it some I, beans. I wanted he was maybe. Up on the stage, it, I wondered maybe if he had like because you could get like say. Because it was folded over, right? Yeah. So you could get like a hairband or something like that. Staples. Put it, yeah. <laughs> put it underneath the uh, the fold, and then that would probably keep it on your head. But it looked like it was at such a precarious angle no, as well. It, it had mm. to be staples. Harrison Ford yeah. tried stapling his hat to his head during the truck chase in uh, Raiders when he's you know he's been <laughs> you know when he's been dragged behind. Yeah. The hat kept coming off, so they kept all, doing all these different things. I mean, there's video footage. I think it's a joke, obviously, but it's a bit where he just grabs a stapler and he starts <laughs> trying to staple it onto his own head. So maybe, you know, this thing has got the Blu-ray of Raiders and yeah. watch through behind-the-scenes stuff. Got the idea from there. Harrison Ford back in his ECW days. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, think, I don't know if it was the highlight, but cause yeah, we, was. After, we spoke, after we spoke to... Oh, afterwards, because yeah. you said, "Oh, well, congrats! Yeah, well done on keeping your hat on for the entire set." <laughs> yeah. You just kind of like laughing. Oh, yeah, thanks. But like, because he, he was not giving away his secret. Yeah, that's the thing I wanted to know. <laughs> I, I wish we could have actually got an answer out of yeah, it. Yeah, I tried to look. I couldn't really see any sort of yeah. like, holding devices or anything. <laughs> but um, we thought afterwards, you know, we just wanted to say thank you uh, for putting on such a good show. And we thought, oh, you know, it's typical after a gig, like try and fanboy and get like a photo with the front man. And he's very appreciative of us. He so. was, yeah, because we like jumped him as soon as he came yeah. on It's like he went back, walked by the merch stand and like he was saying hi to a few people, but we still like surrounded him and he was like yeah. looking like, oh, hey guys, yeah. He seemed like maybe a little bit like he was terrified. Back. Yeah, yeah, terrified. Was, yeah, we really yeah. intimidated yeah. the fuck out yeah. of him. But then, well, yeah, we, who, was, who even was the guy we asked to take the photo? Just a random guy. Um, and I, well, not to spoil him. We'll, we'll, Nams, we, Nams, please tell the story. We're absolutely, yeah. absolutely going to put this up <laughs> as soon as you're done. But I knew the photo wasn't going to go well when Lewis handed this guy his phone. And he went, oh, you want, you want me to take a selfie? Because <laughs> I think it must have, the camera mode must be on selfie mode. And we're like, oh, no, no, if you can take a photo of us with the thing. I went, oh, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this isn't really on him because he's just at a gig having a good time. Like, we've just asked him to do this. It's, yeah. you know. Um, and then he... I don't think he even clocked that that was the singer. No. I think this guy was out of it. Yeah, yeah. he was. Really <laughs> and then maybe he'd been hanging around with uh, Betraying the Mars. He might have been in that band. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, took the photo for us, which is really nice, and then of him to do so, or try to. Uh, and then we said goodbye to the singer and he walked off. And then Lewis looked at his phone and went... Yeah, this is probably the most terrible photo. <laughs> I think it was your phone. I can't remember whose yeah, phone it was. Is, yeah. yeah, it's probably the most terrible photo ever taken of anyone ever. Um, and we'll put it up because it's amazing. But it's it's literally like a silhouette. Uh, four of us. It's like incredible. Honestly, as soon as we saw it, like I could not have been happier with that photo. I'm almost happier it was a bad photo like yes. that than it was a good one. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like it was taken specifically for this podcast. It really was, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's- I already thought of like three different stupid photoshops I'm going to do <laughs> so uh, look out for those uh, it's spectacular you actually wouldn't guess we should have we should have really done a competition of like guess who's the fourth person in this photograph with us uh, it's amazing we could do that anyway we'll test you see if yeah. you've been listening but you've got a selfie with this singer as well do I? Yeah, well, you put one in the... Or you took one of Lewis and... Yeah, I think I've got one, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Maybe we can use, That's, like... The it's been, it's been a heavy few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah We yeah, can yeah. use some modern editing techniques to kind of put us all together. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at the Niagara Falls as well. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but also, this one of all of us with the singer, there's no way of... Um... It was so nice of you. I tried. I Yeah, I was trying to enhance it and sort of improve it. It's terrible. It doesn't do anything if you, like, try to fix it. Oh, my God. It's... Honestly, it's, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Thank you, yeah. random dude. Yeah, you are a hero of yeah. that gig. Did he take a selfie of himself? Oh, no, oh, no, I wish he did. I really wish he did. The angle was perfect. The lighting was great. <laughs> yeah. The framing was if only, fantastic. I think if we just had the flash on, that would have done it. Yeah, it, yeah. Was it. there was no flash. No. Yeah. I mean, almost anything would have been better. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, I love this picture. It's brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely superb. So yeah, it's been a... Still more to good. come. Yeah. Who's up next? I've got two gigs next week. Um, Ooh. Gonna, uh, the week before Christmas. Yeah, I know, right? I've always seem to go to end up going to a gig just before Christmas. We though. did Fear yeah. Factory before Christmas. Yeah, that time. yeah. And yeah. Mastodon as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to go see Revocation on Wednesday. Which 
yeah. leads us onto a brand new segment that we can yeah, do. Yeah, I know. Uh, have, you got, have we got a theme tune for that as well? So, I think I will make a small theme tune for this bit. And I just, <laughs> just want to run an idea... A run an idea for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with the White Snake song "Slide It In"? Yes. No. Absolutely. <laughs> are you actually not? Oh, really? You don't uh, hear David Coverdale go, "I want to slide it in, slide it right to the top." And then, which is, when I slide it in, never gonna stop. Have you never heard him sing that? Which is the weirdest. I, I, I've seen him live, so I probably have. But like, I know he's. I know he's a. He's the shagger. So yeah. Real I mean, shagger. He, said it, he said it himself. At gigs, yeah. Hasn't he? Top shagger. Yeah. Um, but no. Also, that song, uh, "Right to the Top." Yep. Now, I'm not a gynecologist or anything. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a gyne. The top. <laughs> mm, gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway. Also, that said, though, if he's... Right, again, because if he's talking about his dick, right? Well, I, sh- I assume he is, he, Yeah, which I assume he is. It's David Coverdale. And he's sliding it in. <laughs> then surely if you're going, like, the top, like, therefore is the base... What are we doing? <laughs> we're trying to work. We're trying to work out the top of vagina. We're trying to lose all our listeners. If he's all his penis, then the top, therefore, would be the base of his penis. But, oh, so you think that the top refers to his penis and not? <laughs> yeah, not the inside, not this woman's cervix. So, so <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So, we'll move on. Anyway, it's good to have stuff to cut out. Yeah, this warrants its own episode. So, yeah, if you want to tune in the new year, we'll probably have to get that. Now, on this one. how do you feel about slide it in brackets? Our inbox. Yep. So wait, with the inbox, is the base of the inbox. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, cool. So we have actually got some uh, some listener mail, which is amazing. And this comes from... We're not from... going to get any more after that. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes from... Yeah, I've um... not talked about way worse things on this podcast before. I don't know. I always spend a lot of time talking about Gene Simmons having sex as well. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. worse. Um, <laughs> so we have an email um, from Pat from Pennsylvania. Hey, Pat, um, thank you very much for being our first official emailer. Yeah. First emailer. <laughs> go, Thanks. Go, 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 go. <laughs> uh, it says, lads, and I also really like that he's from the States and says the term I, lads. Yeah, yeah, I'm really into that made as me well. really yeah. pleased. Very happy. Uh, it says, there's a local band within an hour from me in Reading, Pennsylvania. They're called Rivers of Nihil. Uh, their latest album, Where Owls Know My Name, is incredible. Give it a listen. I think they're actually touring Europe right now. As far as Gent goes, uh, they're tuned pretty low and have that punchy mid-range active humbuckery eight-string thing going on. Great description. Yeah, really good. Uh, good job, Pat. But it's also very proggy. has some sax in it, MIDI keyboards, etc. Love the podcast. Pat, thanks so much, dude. Thank you very um, much, man. He links us to the thanks. album. Um, and it's, I think the email was entitled, Gent, not really. <laughs> so, uh, which is correct, because this band... Are uh, not Jen, I wouldn't put them in there. Yeah. But so, I think Pat's recommending me my favourite album of this yeah, year. So it's, it's amazing. It's really interesting you say that because this album's actually starting to make some real waves, like with all the interview lists. Oh, like, really? Um, yeah. Uh, I think what they call the get and uh, The guy who did the uh, Metal Headbangers Journey, Metal Evolution oh, yeah, documentary yeah. series, oh, yeah. has his own YouTube channel, which is crowdfunded, where he just does like a lot of reviews and stuff like that. If you search cool. like, Overkill Reviews. Um, cool. So they did their hot best, yeah. They did their best of list, and that was like he's sat there wearing an at the gates t shirt, talking about how at the gates are his favorite band, and how much he loves the new album. And he goes, Not my favorite album this year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was talking about, Yeah, it's got something for everyone in it, like you've got that genty sound, you've got the proggy stuff, you've got the saxophone in there. Um, it, but it every single thing flows so, yes. so well. Like it's where with um, there's never a dull moment, it's always no. something interesting going on. And with like Between the Buried and Me, um, which we, we spoke about how much we love them, yeah. When they do go to bizarre kind of sections or mm. weird bits like that, it is very like segmented and there's yeah. like a jump to it. Whereas this is just so fluid, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff happening over the top of each other, themes come back in on itself. It's honestly, it's probably. I think it's my favourite album released this year. Mm. And they're supporting Revocation. Yeah, they're um, one of the supports. They're actually... Like, was, like, I wish I was going segue. to this Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're the actual first support band on, which is interesting because like, they've right now, they've probably got... like actually, To be fair, Revocation's album's done pretty well. Like, it, that even got a shout-out on like, AV Club. Mm. And like AV Club cover a bit of metal, but like Revocation are very techy, flashy metal yeah. band. Not the kind of thing which I would put under their kind of sphere. But um, I feel like... Next time these guys are touring the UK again, they're probably going to be headlining. I should hope so. Yeah. Off the back of this album, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. This album has just been so well received. Um, yeah, um, it is really good. It's probably one of my favorite albums this year. But yeah, they're going to be supporting Revocation along with Archspire as well. So it's going to be a very, very technical game. If, mm. if they pull it off live, yeah, then 
I hope these guys blow up. Totally. Like, it's yeah. insane. The um, track five, Subtle Change, about eight and a half minutes long. It was, it's just a journey. There is so much cool stuff in there. There's even a part where it uh, kind of gets like, almost like a Rage Against the Machine type yeah. riff. And it's just real grooving. And it, oh my There's God. lots of cool, unexpected stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I'm almost tempted, because I'm going to see Clutch on the same night. Yes. Uh, but I'm almost, I think I will go see Clutch, but I'm almost tempted to stay on the Clutch ticket because it's sold out. Yeah. Uh, only for face value. I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen people like, that I know who I would consider friends trying to sell tickets to gigs they can't go to for a profit. Gross. That's yeah. disgusting. Hideous. Yeah. It is. Cause... What, two friends? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so... I just don't know why you do it, Lewis. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just think that's gross. Um, and get a ticket for this one instead, but I don't know. I think I will go see Clutch though because they're kind of my favourite. So, Makes well, sense. Uh, well up there. Yeah. I like the new album, so. But weirdly, because normally Clutch, I'd expect everyone I know to be going. I don't know anyone who's going uh, this time around so far. Um, Except my girlfriend's dad. Oh, yeah. I'll say hello I'll to give you. His number. Him, you yep. don't know me, but. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you tagged in things on, uh, <laughs> on uh, Instagram, so. Um, I, I would love to go to this gig, um, but it has been expressed to me that that is mine and Kiz's anniversary, and. I yeah. would be doing something pretty bad <laughs> if I went to yeah. this death metal show instead. <laughs> <laughs> you, say, you say that though, on Valentine's Day this year, I managed to convince my friends David and John, both John who's now married, David has a long-term girlfriend, to abandon their respective partners and Good. join me at a metal gig. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't fund Valentine's Day. It's a sick, twisted holiday. Why doesn't Kizzy get a ticket for this gig as well? Uh, I don't know how much technical or progressive death metal to do. <laughs> um, Actually, no, she's I lie. been lying to me then. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she talks about. I, uh, I did show her this album, mm. and she actually really enjoyed it. Oh, wicked! Nice. And for something this proggy, she hates. She described <laughs> she described Dream Theater as it makes her feel like she's drowning but just can't die. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's an incredible description. I really like Dream Theater, but I know what she means. Yeah. Mm. So this, wow. I, I did not expect this one to take. No. Uh, but no, she really no, enjoyed it. Well. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I told the story on the podcast. I must have told it to you guys before, though. But um, I had a friend back in uh, secondary school who, her and her mum and her dad, all big metalheads, which right. is fantastic. So if we're all going to gigs, they'll think it was a band they're into. It was like a guaranteed lift as well, which is wonderful. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, which when you're a teenager as well, is like yeah, yeah. huge benefit. I want to shout but, out to Platy for being my man. Yeah. That's great, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, she, was, taxi. she was saying that uh, her and her mum bought her dad uh, and then tickets to go see Dream Theater as a surprise birthday present. Cool. Like one of his favourite bands. But they fucking hate Dream Theater. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, like Dream Theater, like everything you'd expect like a prog metal band to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, for mean, better or worse, the original prog metal band, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but uh, my friend, she was absolutely convinced, and I'm taking it as a pinch of salt, but absolutely convinced that her and her mum saw a man in like a long coat who looked like he was masturbating in time to the music. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. oh, also, yeah. the amount of time signatures they had. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd like to know which song that was. Yeah, that's, that's like a beast mode. Change of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's difficult. That's yeah. horrific. There's a lot, well, yeah, the logistics. There's a lot wrong with it. Mm hmm. Kind of impressed. I don't know where to start with yeah. that. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I know he was like working the top of the base. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not photoshopping any of these. <laughs> um, I've got another gig coming up. I'm going to have to apologise as well for probably mispronouncing her name. Um, but that this is on Tuesday before uh, her name is, I think it's pronounced Mika or Mirka, M-Y-R-K-U. Oh, if anyone wants to email over the phonetic spelling, that'd be great. But she's like a Danish, like, uh, singer who's like a mix of like folk music and black metal. Cool. That sounds uh, awesome. It's really good. Yeah, cool. I'll uh, I'll recommend. I'll link the album to you guys. Um, it's a bit like listening to like, um, like if you're playing like The Witcher or Skyrim or something like that. Okay. Like the soundtrack to that. Is it like the battle music in um, Witcher 3? Exactly, yeah. yeah. But also, okay. yeah, it's exactly Amazing. like that. Amazing, yeah. Okay. But also, then also, you get like some like black metal screaming in there as well. Uh, so, 
she's like a quite a controversial figure in the black metal music scene. And I wonder why, because yeah, yeah, for that reason. Well, I assume I assume it's because it's like she's had a lot of uh, success for the genre and a lot of like attention in the press, and she's think, actually doing something different. I think everyone on the internet needs to just sit down and like really think <laughs> about what we're doing. And she's yep. also a woman as well, so. It's, it's <laughs> But anyway, um, I hate the internet. But, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Apart from you guys listening, uh, we love you. she's great, and I'm really forward to seeing her live. Cool. Yeah. Um, when, in fact, when we went to see, I can't remember, it was when I was at the exchange, and then I was just chatting to someone there who like works work on my door. She was like, "Get a ticket, it's gonna start pretty soon." I think it has now. But um, yeah, I'm super excited for that one as well. Um, and then I'm just gonna rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready just, for Mastodon. Yeah. yeah Hibernate so. for a while. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I think um, I feel like we'll probably we'll have one more episode up before. Well, it it might be between Christmas and New Year, so we'll do like an actual Christmas yes. thing then. Yeah, I think we can. Uh, this will be the one before Christmas, won't it? So yeah, yeah. So I've got some uh, some fun gifts for you guys that oh, I'm very very, very excited about. This. So yeah. they are so intrigued. Perfect. So we'll we'll have like a, a real nice festive slash New Year's. Is there a New Year's feeling that yeah. you can put? And it's gonna ha- we're just uh, going to have... It's like the- anxiety and dread and a lot of pressure to have a really good time. Oh, we can nail that. Yeah. yeah. That's how yes. we start the, every uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, ep- the episode's going to have a just fat um, Twisted Sister 12 Days of Christmas on loop in the background <laughs> while we're talking. But it'll be at the same level as yes. our voices, so... And I feel like we're going to discuss that album quite a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can only think of maybe three Christmas-related metal albums... I think August Burns Red have put out two of them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> yeah. Sounds to me like you're missing Christopher Lee's Metal Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. He was knocking out a few metal We'll save it, well, we'll so. save it. Yeah, but we'll talk about it later, yeah. If you've got any um, Christmas wishes you want us to read out, if you've got any New Year's messages, anything like that at all, please send them in. Um, you can get in touch with us on all of our social media, which is at Slowly We Rock. That is on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. And if you want to send us a direct message... Uh, like our lovely friend Pat from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, we'll, just drop we'll, us a message at slowlywerock at gmail.com. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll, try, we'll try and get it onto the yeah. show. And also, uh, just, just quickly, just say, have a nice Christmas. Like, yep. Do whatever makes you happy. Uh, don't feel like you have to engage in Christmas nonsense if you don't want to. Nope. I like Christmas, but it's a bit much sometimes. Yep. Just, um, also, let us know what your albums of the year was as well. Cause, like, yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah, I feel like we're going to be having a big chat about that. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah. I'm literally cooking up a short list and I was like if you guys cool. don't say anything then this is the official list of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah we'll probably put stuff together because I've got probably like about five six seven albums which I'm like cool like there's a two or three which in my head are fighting for that top spot oh okay yeah uh, alright good ones but you I mean it'll be no surprise to anyone who's listened over the last year because we've been talking about these bands non-stop <laughs> yeah. so yeah but uh, it'll be fun just to kind of like canonise it you know and we'll uh, we might even have a little deep dive into our uh, Spotify metrics uh, for oh, 2018. Nice. Yeah. So if, if you've got any messages at all, give us a shout. Otherwise, have an absolutely fantastic Christmas from all of us guys here at Slowly We Rock. Yes. Hey. Cool. Well, hey. Cheers, guys. Bye, Thanks Until listening. the next time. Bye. Top of the base. <laughs> oh, no. Oh.